Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Wait, and Lars, sorry. What? Peacemaker here. Oh, it broke Lars. Broke bum ass bum ass Corbin is your is oh yeah your costume. You got, got my spaghetti in a can because this is what I got to eat because I got no money. Can we see the mustard stain, please? It's the biggest mustard. Is it a shoot mustard stain or is it a highlighter? No, that's that's real mustard. That's, that's the dill, real deal. Dill mustard. Ooh, dill mustard. There you go. Right on. And when, this is real ketchup over here. When do you see your side. luck turning around? When are you going to be happy, happy Larson? Ugh. <sighs> Well, I guess whenever I go to Vegas. <laughs> All right, maybe Which there's in, nothing planned, so it could be a while. Maybe money in the bank, or it may double or nothing in May. How about that? Uh, if there's a star cast, I could see us doing that. Anyways, welcome back to Going and Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Um, so uh, we're going to talk about SmackDown here in a little bit, uh, which had a terrific first half hour and then... Uh, I mean, the New Day Usos was fine, but what? It's yeah. kind of a bunch of whatever. It's it's it was definitely a Fox Sports one. Uh, it was a broadcast. Fox Sports one on a holiday weekend. So yeah, but we can talk what about Shotzi uh, a little bit there. Uh, before we do that, though, uh, some interesting news for everybody wondering about where formerly known as Bray Wyatt was going to end up. WWE? No, he's gone from there. AEW. Uh, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Turns out he's going to end up in Hollywood. Championship maybe. Wrestling from Hollywood? No. Uh, Warner oh. Brothers lot, apparently. That's FX a, original show, maybe. I don't know. That's not even in Hollywood. That's in Burbank. Anyways, t- today's the day, Steve. Today, Wyndham Rotunda, free agent. And according to his own tweet a couple of day- days ago, his no-compete clause has expired. He's a free agent. Wrestle whenever he wants. But based on a recent photo posted on Twitter, could Wyndham be going Hollywood? So special makeup effect artist Jason Baker posted a picture of himself and Wyndham standing in front of Gate 4 at Warner Brothers Studio with the caption, just another day at the office with at WWE Bray Wyatt. So Fightful Select, by the way, go subscribe to Fightful Select. Reports that Wyndham was in L.A., quote, fielding inquiries uh, regarding Hollywood projects. And adds that WB sources informed Fightful Select that this isn't the first time that Wyndham has had talks with uh, people in Hollywood. Apparently, he was pitched involvement in a film prior to his WWE release. So, remember when he got released or we started conversations about what he could do next? I thought 
you can't dispel the idea that he won't pursue other storytelling avenues to tell the stories he have in mind because to a certain degree, at least in terms of how WB tells their stories, his approach kind of conflicted with WWE's approach in terms of telling stories. So I thought maybe he'll go look and see if he could get a TV show off the ground or or pitch a movie or something like that. So if that's the case, good for Wyndham. Yeah, uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, like you said, a lot of... Obviously, the dude really loved doing the cinematic stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and that stuff did not require much actual wrestling. It was basically like uh, little mini films, and uh, uh, it, it, to me, it was curious because I felt that, and I still wouldn't rule out him doing anything in in, in wrestling. But he's a second generation guy. Uh, the other companies in general have a different philosophy than WWE. They just give a lot more freedom to their guys. So maybe he could finally put the pieces together if he had a vision for how to mix wrestling and, and the movie stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, this is awesome, man. If, if, if he's able to do that, I, I love that. Uh, it ain't easy. I mean, you in, in, in Hollywood, you just never know who's paying attention to stuff. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he made some friends there. I mean, you know, he knows yes. Tom Savini, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so no, I, I'm definitely interested in whatever he does, if it's, uh, coming out of Hollywood or Burbank, like you say, uh, or in the world of wrestling, uh, I'd, I'd love to see all that stuff. I mean, I, I know you have to go over a hill, you go over a hill from Burbank, you go through the hill and I'm, then you're in Hollywood. I know, but the film industry is referred to oftentimes as going Hollywood. So that's why I said. I think there's only one studio still going in Hollywood. Hollywood. And that's barely, that's, Paramount's actually barely in Hollywood. Lived there for 10 years. So. Yeah. Another uh, Wyndham Rotunda news. Finally got rid of that old Twitter handle. He's not at WWE Bray Wyatt anymore. He's now at Wyndham 6. So, couldn't get Wyndham. Wyndham 1, Wyndham 2, 3, 4, 5. He is Wyndham 6. Wyndham six, <laughs> unless the six had some sort of special. It's entirely possible. Ooh, wait, is this a sixth? I don't know. I mean, it's not Wyndham six six six. Maybe that'd be yeah. two two on the nose. Yeah. Anyways, we could tell you. We want to talk about something else? Is there anything else we could talk about before we talk about SmackDown? Well, I guess we could just talk about SmackDown. Okay. Uh, it was great. the The best part of SmackDown, hands down, was uh, uh, Charlotte versus Shotzi. It was a hell of a performance for Shotzi. It was great that she got a good, what, 15 minutes to showcase her skills. Um, uh, the rest of SmackDown felt like, hey, this is just going to be on Fox Sports 1 on a, a, a holiday weekend. People are probably going to Halloween parties on Friday night. Uh, let's just kind of put a show on, you know? Uh-oh. Ghosts. Halloween is upon us. Talk a little bit about Shotzi. Turn heel on uh, on on Sasha there. Yeah, that was one thing match. I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't quite so keen on. So, uh, Shotzi puts forth a hell of a performance, a baby face performance. She's getting the crowd behind her. So Sasha's down the ringside, uh, cheering her on, coaching her up a little bit, and so Sasha predictably gets a bit involved in the end, end of the match, which leads to Shotzi taking the loss. And after Charlotte takes her leave, uh, Sasha gets the ring, kind of helps Shotzi up. And Shotzi uh, starts yelling at her, this is your fault, this is your fault, and then beats the heck out of Sasha. Um, And I I, I had read that Shotzi was working heel at house shows and dark matches and stuff. (sighs) 
And I understand this this will mean that Shasi will get a feud with with Sasha, which will be will be some great matches. I just feel like there could be a story there where Shasi could say, and maybe they'll do this. Hey, we won the uh, those uh, three championship contender matches for the tag titles. Never got a match. I'm here. I had this great match with Charlotte. She could pin the loss on Sasha and say, I'm tired of all this. I'm, I'm, I'm a bad guy now, essentially. But I kind of felt like, based on her performance and her the crowd's reaction to her performance, the crowd was behind her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of money in Shotzi as a babyface. A lot. That I kind of felt like that the turn then didn't really work for me. Oh, I loved it. Because it's what we always want people to do, just fucking light somebody up. I'm totally fine with it. Because here's the thing, it ain't going to stick. Crowd ain't going to let her be a bad guy. And they'll, they, if nothing else, they recognize when that shit doesn't work. And and the crowd's going to eat. She's The crowd's going to love her, regardless. So, like, she has this moment where she beats the crap out of Sasha. And it's a huge star-making moment. I love that for that opening segment. She had the spotlight on her in a way that they don't do very often anymore. They don't have a whole lot of big coming out parties for people when uh, they're a, a, a recent call up. You really have to not even consider the shit she did with Tegan uh, uh, with all those championship contender matches. I mean, look, if they if they have her reference at awesome. Great. They should because it happened. We saw it. It's true. Um. But they can't claim it's fiction. No. But uh, they're not going to because in their minds it's different. It was before. Well, they'll the, probably just not even not even uh, reference it. Whatsoever. They, they won't even reference it. They won't do it. No. Um, but it was a big moment introducing, and you, you could say reintroducing, but introducing a character they keep on calling the new era SmackDown, whatever. They obviously have big plans for her. And heels always have much more fun. They always have more things to do. I am all about this because if she was just a straight up baby face, she would, they would rely on that tank and the gun and she'd hit a ceiling. And I got the feeling that with this, they have much bigger plans for her and she can start off as a heel, but it's going to be pretty quick before she goes face because that crowd is just going to be into Shotzi and everything she does. So, um, I'm about it. I'm I'm totally about it. I think it's great. Well, as long as she gets on TV and keeps getting to put on good matches, that's the most important thing. Uh, otherwise, yeah, there's not a lot here. I mean, you get the Usos and the New Day in the ring together, you're going to get good stuff. Um, but that that uh, trick or street fight, ugh. yeah, I never not good. <sighs> I didn't. I mean, I don't think this stuff is necessarily terrible. The trick or street fight is. That's that's. Yeah, don't, that was. Don't watch bad. that. That was bad. fast forward through that. I I'm. I can't. I can't stand the Boogs Nakamura matchup thing. I can't stand that. Happy Corbin and Madcap can just not be on my TV at all. Yeah. At yeah. all. Um, it's interesting how how quickly they went with Corbin from broke Corbin. Yeah. Which was interesting. There was more to milk there. In the span of like two weeks, he was an interesting, engaging character that I was interested in to being, I needed to, I want to turn off my TV now when this character is on. 
Yeah, I know. I know. He knew bum ass Corbin was was hilarious, number one, but also he really knew how to lean into it. Mm-hmm. With Happy Corbin, it is one note, and yep. that is it. And, and it's an off note. And it's it's yeah, it's not a good note. Yeah, exactly. Um otherwise, I mean, taking that out of it, I don't think that the episode was necessarily bad. There um, wasn't a whole lot in like to really sink your teeth into as a viewer i didn't feel like there wasn't i mean it's funny because like the the thing that i'm looking at now is uh adam pierce's matt chat question from home where uh which cracked me up because i really love also that they've given pierce and this isn't the first time but they're giving pierce they're allowing him to have a personality He's a guy who, man, even a week later, this dude is pissed off. What did he mm-hmm. call himself? He called himself the, the, the. I have it in my so, notes. The, the the engine that runs this place, or the heart of the engine that runs the corporate this place, engine or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And uh, let's see here. Where is it? He called it. Yeah, he says, "How dare he lay his hands on the heart of this corporate engine?" Which is a great phrase. And uh, he says, I called Brock and I told him he's being fined $1 million in addition to the suspension, which is hilarious. It's a hilariously high amount. It hilarious. is. Although, although I, I will never get over the fact that Vince tried to find Steve Austin $650,000 20 years ago for mm-hmm. walking out during the Brock thing. Mm-hmm. $650,000 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know what inflation's like, but it's probably, probably got to be close to a million dollars. Close to a million dollars, which was I mean, I know he was making like I don't know five to twelve million dollars a year or something like that. He was making mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. money, but uh, but yeah, and then I think he lowered it to like a quarter of a million or something like that. But still, like that's a that's a nasty amount. Um, yeah. I just love that they they give Pierce. He's not just a one-dimensional authority figure, which is where yeah. I thought they were going to take him in the first place. And time and time again, they actually give him a personality, and I really appreciate that. Totally, totally, totally. Um, the the Ali stuff, the Drew uh, uh, open challenge, Ali's promo afterwards. I don't know how that's going to. I don't know what they're. It's the, that shit. I can't stand. The you people see me and you hate me because my name is Mustafa Ali. I just feel like it's sort of antithetical to his. I really loved his story when his thing was all about changing perception. And this ain't this ain't it, you know, and I think it's a shame they have to go to this well and 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 go there again. Um, I just think it's it's kind of off putting to me. It is because. You look at WB's history of of telling stories along these lines and the track record's not good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's like, dude, not these days. You can't, there are far more like I loved that stuff he was doing with Monsoor. I really mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, to, to revert to this thing, I hope, I hope that I hope the, the, uh, the performer, can find added dimension to 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 throw in here. Yes, and 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 doesn't just allow creative or, or you know, creative just doesn't say, hey, we've got this one to because I think there's other good. I mean, there's on SmackDown, there's some decent creative. I mean, yeah, tonight was not great, but like uh, Naomi versus uh, the Naomi versus Sonya feud, I thought I think that's pretty good stuff. Um, I'm pretty happy with how that's going down. 
Yeah. Um, you know, as long as they finally get Sonya back in the ring in like a, a I know. normal yeah, way. As a wrestler, yeah. Yeah. Um, one one thing to note about this particular episode was that there was no Roman Reigns on it. Yeah. No Roman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ha- I'm fine with that as a break. I'm cool. They still had some bloodline, had the Usos. Um, it did like the episode did feel lighter because yeah. no Roman. Like he is definitely a massive anchor for SmackDown. Well, he's he's kind of the straw that stirs the drink. It's mm-hmm. a Roman centric universe on SmackDown. It is. Yeah. All the other stories kind of revolve around him, and we take him out of the equation. I mean, that's kind of why this this episode felt a bit listless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could you be. Know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you're not if you're not into the Roman story, then you. Po- probably wouldn't be into SmackDown so much per se, but if nothing else, having Roman there gives most episodes a through line. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Which it, to me, it feels like a more cohesive story you're telling across the whole two hours. If there's a through line that ties it all together. And I feel like they could have done that with Char- I think they can do that with Charlotte. If they give Charlotte more of an ongoing, that's what Roman has. Roman has an ongoing story mm-hmm. that obviously has twists and turns along the way. Uh, 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 new speed bumps, uh, the whole Brock Heyman thing. If they want to give that kind of story to somebody else, I think they could probably do it with Charlotte, mm-hmm. uh, like maybe a Charlotte Sasha thing. I know Sasha's going to be wrapped up with Shotzi right now, but uh, but yeah, I think they can. I think Charlotte's a decent enough anchor, but not quite the anchor that Roman is because, like you say, usually they wrap the entire episode. There is that through line there. Yeah. Um, so Charlotte opens the episode says the more things change, the more they stay the same. Charlotte, once again, the SmackDown Women's Champion. She's like, how many times is it now? Six? I don't know. I'm not keeping count. That's what all of you guys do. Because none of you can do what I can do. Yeah, Larson. How many times has she said a promo how many title reigns she's had? It's obvious she does keep count. But here's the thing, though. Even she's confused. I think she's just deflecting because even she's confused. She's like, wait a second. Does this count as another reign? 13, 10. Yes, I know. Like, I mean, I'm actually asking, does is this going to count as a separate reign? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. But like when you say blank time SmackDown women's champion, this one is going to be added to that. But then if you just say blank time world champion. She should say blank time champion. Anyways, she says, uh, I am not only the face of this division, I'm the face of this company, the most decorated woman in sports entertainment history. uh, No one's going to change that. When anyone else wins a title, they're like, oh, my God, this is the biggest day of my life. Oh, so great. But when I win the title, it's just another Friday. She said, after last week's drama, order has been restored to SmackDown, and that's what these women need. They need a mentor, someone to guide them, and then someone to bring out the best in them. And then Sasha comes out and she yeah, says, she, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. She says, no one is buying you as a leader, Charlotte. You don't care about help and you only care about holding the other woman down. And she's like, hey, when, when am I get my title match? And Charlotte says, it's a new era. Sasha, you think you deserve a title shot, but isn't that you being selfish? How many chances have I, Charlotte, given you? And I always beat you. Uh, she said, I was talking to Sonia and uh, about how a new face deserves a championship contender opportunity. So Sasha asked Charlotte uh, if she's being generous or if she's just scared. And that's when Shotzi rolls down to uh, ringside in her tank. She says to Charlotte that if you're uh, looking to face someone that you haven't, I'm your girl. And 
Charlotte says, oh, she has a tank. She must be ready for battle. I'll give you your match right now. And uh, we had that match. Um, Shotzi versus Charlotte. Solid match, like 15 minutes long. And uh, this was really, really good stuff. I, I want Shotzi to stop doing suicide dives. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I kind of want everybody except for Phoenix and Darby Allen to stop doing suicide mm-hmm. dives. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like them. Um, but, uh, but yeah, she hits a, a suicide dive on Charlotte as uh, Charlotte and Sasha are bickering on the outside as SmackDown rolls on. At yes. a break, Shotzi hits this awesome top rope Rana for two. Uh, Charlotte goes to the outside where Shotzi is later. Charlotte goes to the outside. Shotzi's out there. Charlotte eats super kick. Shotzi rolls her in. And the whole time, Sasha's coaching up Shotzi. She's like, come on, do this, do that. You know, you got this. You got this. Being very supportive. Um, Which, understandably, if this isn't like your coach, I don't know if I want somebody else out there rooting me on. That might be distracting. If some rando is out there saying, Larson, you got this, you got this. Doesn't that seem a vaguely condescending and b a bit distracting? Uh, no, I could see that, but at the same time, I'm pretty good at, at zoning, tune, uh, t- tuning things out. So I'll just be like, I, "This just background noise." You just you're in, you get in the zone, then you get in the yeah, zone. I'll All be right. in the zone, and I won't even hear it. All right, well there you go. I'd probably get distracted. Uh, so uh, Charlotte hits that double moon salt thing for two. There's uh, some distractions on the apron with Sasha. She's trying to get in Charlotte's face, but then uh, Charlotte gets out of the way, and then Shotzi almost hits her, and Charlotte takes advantage of that particular distraction, hits natural selection on Shotzi mm-hmm. for three. After the match, explosions. 
Shotzi gets super pissed off at Sasha, says you need to mind your own business. What are you doing? This was your fault and just annihilates her. Yeah. Lays her out against the ring steps, against her own tank, gets her mm-hmm. back in, hits a ball pit. That kind of undersells it. She just completely wiped the floor with Sasha for like a good five yeah. minutes straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then after that, we had a Jeff Hardy interview. He's talking about how excited he is to be on SmackDown. He's excited for a fresh start, and maybe he'll challenge for a title he's never held before. And that's when Baron and, and Madcap Moss step in, and Baron says, I'm happy you're here, Jeff. I'm also just happy in life. We're going to go out and, and defeat Nakamura and Boogs in a street fight. And then Moss tells a really terrible joke. They leave. Hardy doesn't laugh. And this very straight face says, it's good to be back on SmackDown. The subtext there was, I'm going to sign with AEW. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had that Adam Pierce Matt chat. He's pissed off. He's in his office. His office actually looked kind of like he had like one of the drawers was open. There was like papers scattered around and stuff. I don't know if he did that on purpose. That's how his office actually is. Uh, but his office kind of looked messy. Not quite Dave Meltzer status, but uh, no. he said uh, he's pissed off. Meltzer's office reminds me of how big Jeff's room used to be in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't see the floor. He nope. says he's pissed off. He says, how dare he lay his hands on the heart of this corporate engine? He called. He says, I called Brock Lesnar. I told him in addition to his suspension, he's being fined $1 million. Kind of ridiculous. It was ridiculous. A ridiculous sum. So uh, after Heyman was that, watching. Yeah, Heyman's watching backstage. And Kayla Braxton sneaks up from behind for an interview. And he, she asks, well, how will Brock Lesnar respond to this? And he goes, how will Brock Lesnar respond? I know how Roman Reigns would, re- would respond. He would show up and he'd smash everyone on site. But Roman uh, won't because he... Uh, but Roman doesn't have to because Roman smashed Lesnar at Crown Royal. And so she asks again, how would Brock Lesnar respond? And Heyman kind of eases into it, and he just starts going, talking like a mile a minute. This says, man is getting horny over Brock Lesnar smashing people and things. It seems like it, yeah. So Heyman says that Brock responds by showing up at the office and ripping out everybody's throats, especially Adam Pierce, And then he just goes off on Pierce for a good 90 seconds. Yeah. And then he calms himself down and says, at least that's how I think Brock would respond. But I haven't spoken to him. Kayla, leave me alone. Yeah, leave me alone. Um, after that, Drew McIntyre comes out, issues an open challenge for, what did he call himself? The SmackDown Warrior or something like that? Uh, the, something along those lines. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, Mustafa Ali answers. He gets in the ring, has a mic, says, we get it. You're big. You're bad. But I'm better. I've got more talent on my pinky than you do in your entire body. I'm quicker, more agile. And when it comes to entering talent, you don't even compare. So I'm going to be the one to beat you tonight. And uh, then we had Drew McIntyre versus Mustafa Ali. This was a really quick match. Drew dominated Ali. Ali, at like one moment, was able to send Drew into the post. Like he evaded a a corner attempt. But uh, then uh, he tried to hit a tornado DDT. Drew just sort of catches him, holds on to him. Ali's reaction was great. And then Drew got him down for a Kimura lock. Uh, mm-hmm. And made him tap out, which is a new yeah. thing for Drew, which is great. He's adding to his arsenal. It's awesome. He's used the Kimura before. I don't know if he's ever won a match with it. Um, afterwards, Ali, not happy about that, obviously gets on the mic, yells at the crowd, says the only reason they root against him is because of his name. So hopefully, hopefully they take this in an interesting direction. But I get the, fe- I just get the feeling it's going to be three months of him saying the same thing over and over again and taking losses. And it's just a bummer if that's the case it is a bummer it would be a bummer yeah 
then we get uh, Kofi Kingston, King Woods walking backstage. They pass by Hit Row. Uh, Woods welcomes Hit Row to his kingdom. Says they did incredible in the ring last week, and it warms his heart to see uh, musicians do their thing. Hit Row then shows Woods some respects, uh, give him a we're not worthy chant, and Kofi asks him to, 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 to spit some rhyme, some hot fire, as he put it, for Woods, and they kind of adapt the Hit Row theme, uh, change the hook, so it's King Woods. Yeah, I really wanted them to attack them because the, I, I don't want them to be good, happy faces. I want them to fucking lay people out, man. I really thought that was, I was like, I was like, oh shit, Hero's going to fuck him up right now. <laughs> and then like, they just started like singing his, 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 their variation on King Woods and walking. And I was like, oh, it's going to happen now. It's going to happen now. Oh, it's going to happen now. And then it didn't happen. Kind of, and then I was even waiting like during the, uh, the coronation, the knighthood thing. I was like, oh, Hero's going to come out and fuck him up. And then it didn't happen. Nope. It's Hit Row. They should not be just chilling backstage the whole time, man. Anyways, this was really funny though. This is really good stuff. So, uh, uh, Woods and Kofi come out. Woods's king gear is oh, looks great, amazing. Looks by great. the way, it's. I think that this dude is gonna make a concerted effort to be undisputed the best king of the ring ever. Oh yeah, I think he's gonna run with it and really lean into it. And in my opinion, he's got one man he's got to try to outdo, and that's King Booker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only guy because King Booker was great. Um, I know King. I know uh, Booker T has said he was good at everything, not great at everything. That's wrong. It's fiction. He was great at everything, but he was especially great at being the king. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says last week, he or Kofi asked the people to now listen to the creed of King Woods. That's good. That was good. He says last week I received my cape of defense, my scepter of seduction, and Kofi put the crown on my head, officially making me king. But everyone knows the king is as strong as the company he keeps. He says, Kofi, your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Oh, Golden Girls theme. Shout out. Kofi, would you please bend your knee? I hope your bravery, loyalty, and strength provide an example as to how to behave in my kingdom. So I bestow this honor upon you, making you Sir Kofi Kingston, the hand of the king. <laughs> That's a little unicorn hand uh, emblem thing. Yeah. Like in the, like in the Game of the Thrones. Yeah, and uh, Kofi seemed very tickled by this, and then the Usos come out and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, Us! There they go again! It's the Usos in the New Day." So uh, they're like, "What do we got here? King Woods and the King's Hand." He says, "A lot of things have changed. You might as well call this the Bloodline Show now, because we are the ones." Mm-hmm. Halloween on Sunday? Wait, they were like, "Halloween's on Sunday. Why are you playing dress up here?" And Kofi's like, oh, we got some jealousy going on here because we're looking clean in our outfits. Well, you've been wearing the same thing since 2018. <laughs> and I think Jay said, yeah, we got new merch shirts. Yeah, he did. And Wood says, I can't have. <laughs> he said, I can't. He's like, you guys need to get out of here. I can't have the bloodline on our carpet. I just had it cleaned. And all these guys just wanted to laugh the whole time. I know. I know. And uh, Jay says, you won't be joking when I kick the crown off your big ass head. And Wood says, tonight will be the New Day versus Usos in trial by combat. And then Jay starts asking, hey, is that scepter? Is that real, is is that that real gold? Real, Can I touch it? Gold? And then Kofi just slaps his hand out of the way and then they start <laughs> brawling a little bit. It was really fun. I mean, it's 
it's really funny because they all love each other and they all have a good time together. They have great chemistry. Yep. I was thoroughly tickled by this whole thing. And then, of course, Boogs and Nakamura versus Madcap and Corbin in a, a trick or street fright. And, and for some reason, Reggie and the 24-7 scene run into the ring for about 30 seconds and then run back, back out. I'm like, dude, they're on Raw. They're on Raw. They're on Raw. Keep them there. No. No Friday nights for the 24-7 title. Yeah. No. Yeah. Stop it. Not much to really talk about here. At least that's positive. So we'll skip to the end. Uh, so Nakamura clotheslines Baron to the timekeeper area. So and then Boogs hits Moss with an exploder suplex, I believe. He goes up top. And this whole match, there's at least there was I noticed one, but two, there must have been. Uh, people dressed as ghouls. And it wasn't like the one that I saw repeatedly was hiding. This person was just standing like in the corner of the well, the barricade kind of makes the turn. The rounded corner of the barricade, just yeah. standing there. Yeah. Um, and so these ghouls come up from behind Boogs, hits them with some kendo sticks. And then Riddick Moss hits a uh, neck breaker on top of a pumpkin to get the win. And then they take these ghouls, take their masks off. And it was Carrillo and Garza. AKA the Umberto's Garza. Um, yeah. I mean, I was actually happy to see them because I really like the Umberto's Garza. Uh, but. In, I mean, in this, in this manner, I, I don't know. Really I just care. don't like Nakamura is the intercontinental champion. Yeah. He spent more time tagging with Boogs and defending that title, I understand. But of these two teams in this bout, Corbin and Moss seem more like a tag team than Nakamura and Boogs. So if the tag team, the, the team that stated we are a tag team, Creo and Garza, why are they attacking a team that's not really a tag team? I know SmackDown actually has a bunch of good tag teams. Like, wasn't the Viking Raiders like chasing after the 24 mm-hmm. 7 title? Mm hmm. That's stupid. Stupid. And that's fact. Anyways, afterwards, we had an interview with Sonya Deville. She was asked, uh, you got some sort of bias against Naomi? And she was like, no. And then Sami Zayn interrupted, started giving her shit because he was like, it's a mistake not to have the elder statesman of SmackDown on tonight. I know you're busy, but you got blah, blah, blah. And then it just sort of they just cut. out. They just cut. It's cut away. Yeah, they, they cut. just cut. They Which cut I was away. happy with. I don't really need to hear a lot of stuff. No. Uh, that we had Naomi versus Shayna Baszler. They both make their entrance. Uh, Shayna had some new uh, ring gear that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Um, but there's no ref. And Shayna's yelling, get a ref out here. Get a ref. And then Sonya comes out and says, uh, here, uh, Naomi, I understand there's an issue, but I came out to announce something. Brock injured the ref that was supposed to work this match. So, I, 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 But I found an uh, impartial uh, individual to, uh, on short notice to ref this match, and, and it's me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. predictably, Sonya cost Naomi the match. Uh, uh, Naomi hits the Insagiri. She covers Shayna. Sonya doesn't even count. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sh- Shayna reverses the cover really quick. Sonya does like the fastest count ever. Mm-hmm. Shayna wins. Afterwards, Naomi gets in Sonya's face, and then Shayna just puts Naomi in the clutch, and then Sonya just leaves. Yeah, that was a scary looking botch that Naomi uh, hit there. But uh, yeah. yeah, that was. Uh... That was a little screw job there from Sonia. Uh, after that, we had uh, an interview at the gorilla position with Kofi and Woods. Uh, they sort of went on for a little bit, but Woods basically said, everybody comes out of the, after the crown. I expect it, but it's time for us to dole out our first royal ass whooping. Mm-hmm. Uh, backstage, Naomi 
is asked if Sonia uh, decide. Oh, Naomi says in an interview that she says if Sonia def- decides to put away her suit, I'll be waiting for her. If Shayna has the guts to face me one on one in the meantime, she'll see my rear view and then some. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Usos versus the New Day. Again, these guys can put on. I was joking with the Enforcer when I got on the Zoom call with him tonight. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, these guys can put on a good match in their sleep. They've got great chemistry. I'm on the normal things you'd say with it, which is totally true. Yeah. It's really true. fun match. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, we've seen it a million times. Yeah, we have. Uh, uh, Xavier Woods ended up getting the win. Uh, there was some uh, malfunction at the junction, miscommunication, or some some sly tags on the New Day's part. So uh, Woods tags himself, I guess, or get, tags in. Jimmy doesn't see it. He super kicks Kofi, and then so Woods just comes in and rolls up Jimmy to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That was uh, yeah, that was the finish. So, anyways, let's go ahead and take some questions here from our friendos in the Twitch chat. And I got a couple comments here on the Patreon. Speaking of which, we're down to our last couple days of the month. So, if you want your friendo care package, it's twenty dollars at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You get a signed eight by ten, it's signed by us, and then uh, this comic book here featuring Stephen Larson. Look at that. And then you get a couple stickers. I didn't bring the stickers over here, but take my word for it. You get some but stickers. But there are stickers. There are I can definitely vouch stickers. For th- yeah. th- they're stickers. That is correct. Uh, let's see here. Uh, interesting. David Matushek has an observation. He says, how come when WWE comes to a smaller city, they never say the name of it? Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now, when they had the show in Ontario, they just said Southern California. Yeah. Um, and I thought maybe they did that because they didn't want people to think they were in Canada. Cause True. There's Ontario there. Yeah. Um, I think it's just because they want to make it seem like they only hit like major destinations. That's my I think guess. you're right. about Yeah, I think it's just, you know, it sounds cooler when you're like, hey, what's up, L.A.? Yeah. Even though you're in Ontario or whatever. Yeah, you're, um, you're an hour and a half away from depending on traffic, L.A. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Foster, with the bloodline holding the tag belts, how much longer would you have them hold the titles before letting other teams get the gold? I mean, this is a good question because Roman's going to have that title for an obscene amount of time. Uh Um, I feel like the tag titles are not going to be set in stone and it'll give Roman more opportunities to berate his cousins. Yes. Um, so how much longer will we have him hold on to them? I'd say a, a big four pay-per-view, but not obviously not Survivor Series because those aren't going to be on the line there. So uh, maybe. maybe WrestleMania. Say, yeah, Mania. Mania. Mania is good. Mania, Mania is good. 
White Brownie, do you guys think it's still going to be Becky versus Charlotte at Survivor Series? Do you see one of them losing their titles? It's not. Uh, far away. It's not. I, I, you know, Sasha is is the would be next contender for Charlotte, but now that she's got this feud with Shotzi, that'll last through Survivor Series probably, and then maybe they'll get back around to Sasha and Charlotte come uh, Rumble or something like that. That would be my guess. Yeah, I think that's probably a smart one. Uh, Anthony asks, with Walter versus Cesaro announced for the UK live tour, do you see more live event matches getting more exposure? Um, I mean, it'd be great if they actually uh, 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 filmed some of these matches and put them up on the network, put them on awesome. YouTube, yeah. something. Yeah, because that's the match people want to see. People want to see Walter versus Cesaro. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, if if they do stuff like, I mean, obviously they want to heavily advertise cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um, like if Cena came back for like a live show or something, they're gonna advertise it. Uh, will they film it and put it somewhere? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Maggie says, I'm losing hope in the payoff for Naomi Shayna, or sorry, Naomi Sonia at the rate they are going. When do you see it happening, if at all? Well, I mean, it's probably not going to be at Survivor Series. Honestly, uh-uh. it's sort of worthy of a payoff like that is worthy of like a SmackDown main event or an actual pay-per-view, you know, mm-hmm. mid-card match. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, two months Survivor Series is in basically, what, three weeks? Yeah, roughly. Um, So you'd be looking at another month after that for... What's December? Was it TLC? What is December? Historically, yes. Yeah. That's that's a ways off. Remember, they they canceled the November pay-per-view. The next pay-per-view after Survivor Series is going to be the January 1st one in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's January 1st, yeah. Maybe that'll be the one. I get the feeling it's all going to play out on SmackDown, though. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting, too. I think they want to get Sony back in the ring. That's probably why they're doing this. Uh, Moses supposes, with Banks and Blackheart presumably starting a feud, what is next for Charlotte? And she had some sort of interview go up on uh, on YouTube uh, tonight, but I don't know what she said. I think she was just commenting mm. on Shotzi. Uh, yeah. So, well, I imagine I imagine Becky at Survivor Series will be next. Yeah, they got at some point you'd think they'd start building that. There are like three yeah. episodes of TV left between now and then, so that's going to be next. As far as what her feud would be after that for the January first pay per view, God, they have to work on the first. That sucks. That sucks. That's probably not an uncommon thing when they're out on the road five days a week. You know. Yeah, that's just one of the things they got to deal with, I guess. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What day is uh, Christmas this year? Christmas is on a Saturday. I don't think they have to work Christmas, but the day after Christmas is traditionally the huge MSG house show. Yeah, wasn't there like a huge stretch of years where they had to work on Christmas? Yeah, I think so. And everybody was like, what the hell? Yeah. I had to go through a steroid trial. <laughs> this is nothing compared to that. You can work on Christmas, yeah. <laughs> Uh, White Brownie asks, what other wonky way do you see the Raw women's title match ending with? Sure they can come up with some ideas. 
Um, the Umberto's Garza show up as ghouls with kendo oh, sticks. <laughs> um, they just end. They just go to every match that they want wonked, and they wonk it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I got one more here. All right. Um. Andy Jocelyn, I'm looking for your question on Patreon, but it's not popping up, buddy. Uh, we'll end on this one. This was interesting. I don't know. Maybe Wolfpack for Life was seeing something we weren't seeing. He says, did you think Xavier was going to turn on Kofi for a second during the King segment? No. That mm-hmm. seemed like nothing but love right there. Mm-hmm. That was, I thought that was, that was, no, that was fine. Um, oh, here's, okay, here we go. Mysterious 619. We'll end on this one. Where do you guys see Tegan Knox fitting in on Raw now that Shotzi's being used? Wasn't she working heel too in like house shows or something? I thought so. I thought they were still tagging, doing house show matches oh, prior, yeah, to, the, prior to uh, uh, the SmackDown after Crown Royal. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Denise Salcedo has gone too far. Oh, what'd she She's do? She's dressed up as Seth Rollins tonight. <laughs> But she just has honestly the the creepiest looking Seth Rollins mask. Oh, it's a mask. I don't know if you guys will let me bring down the brightness on this a little bit. I don't know if you guys will see this. But it's like just a really creepy mask. <laughs> She's gone too far this time. Anyways, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh till next time we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>